Hi, this is Eric from Omni Fit, and today we're doing a topic that is very important. And the reason why it's important, let's be honest, a lot of people over the age of 50 have arthritis, and arthritis comes with pain, and I'm sure nobody likes pain. And a lot of the reasons where we have that pain is inflammation. So I have uh, the dietitian of the day. You know him. I know him. We all love him. His name is Andy. Andy, uh, welcome. Give us a little bit of a uh, background on yourself. Again, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be back. Yeah, I'm the uh, you know local Toronto dietitian here today to talk about uh, arthritis and inflammation, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay, perfect. So, Andy, we know you and I know that we deal with a lot of people that have aches and pains. Right. Some of those aches and pains, when it comes to whether it be inflammation from arthritis, has come. Let's be honest. Sometimes it just wear and tear of your joints. But right. we also know that there are there is inflammation that comes through food. How right. much do you sense or how much have you seen a connection between food and inflammation, Andy? Yeah, I mean that's a great question. I mean there's a, there, look, there's a massive connection, right, between between, you know, inflammation in the body and someone's diet. There's no question. You know what I mean? Now, we have to be careful. We have to say honestly like so Arthritis is, is, is quite common. I think it's something like one in five Canadians might be dealing with arthritis. I think I, that's the number. Yeah. And there's different types. There's osteoarthritis, gout, rheumatoid arthritis, but it's a common theme. It's inflammation is a common theme among all the different types of, um, of arthritis, right? And so there's different dietary components that can affect inflammation in the body, right? The most popular one that we, call, we always talk about, we always hear about is omega-3 fatty acids, Yeah. right? They're, they're famous because they're considered anti-inflammatory. Now, the foods that contain omega-3s, chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, hemp seeds, and then fish and seafood, right? You know, salmon, sardines, and trout are really, really high in omega-3 fatty acids. So we I've just listed a bunch of foods there. And if, if someone's listening to this and they don't eat those foods regularly, they might want to consider an omega-3 supplement, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And that's a, that's a decent starting point. Yeah. And I, and I love your options. And I love the fact that you said it's not necessarily one size fits all in terms of you have to eat all these foods, but let's be honest, not all of us eat all the same foods, but you gave great options. Um, I've also heard, and you let me know that, yep. that like a lot of greens and a plant-based diet, what, how does that play in, in terms of inflammation? Yeah, honestly, the, the most general piece of advice I can give to someone dealing with, with like, you know, inflammatory issues is to increase the, the amount of plants in their diet, right? Because what happens is plant-based foods like nuts and seeds, like leafy greens, like fruits, they contain such high levels of antioxidants and vitamins and minerals. And these foods play a really, really important healing role in our body. So when you actually look at like styles of eating, right? And compare that to inflammation, like a Western style of eating that has a lot of fried food, you know what I mean? A lot of red meat, that kind of style of eating is more associated with inflammation. Whereas like a Mediterranean style of eating where it's much more, and I encourage everyone to, to Google the Mediterranean diet because there's a pyramid, right? And it yeah. kind of, it's a, it's a pyramid at the bottom of the pyramid. It's whole grains, fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds and legumes. Right. And then as you go up the next level, there's fish, fish and seafood at the top, right? The, the stuff you have the least often is the red meat and the dairy and the poultry. So it doesn't mean you don't eat that stuff, right? That just means you focus more at the base of the pyramid. But a lot of people, right? A lot of people, they have that pyramid flipped and it's, and the meals are like, Ooh, what, what, what type of meat am I having tonight? 
It's not yeah. which type of vegetable, which type of bean, which type of grain, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's definitely something to be said for eating a more plant-based style of eating, eating in a more Mediterranean um, style of eating. Oh, I mean, I, I love that. Um, we also know that there's foods that reduce. What foods do the people, like particularly as we get older or seniors, what are there foods that we should probably not reduce or maybe try to avoid a little bit? Yeah, well, I think like, when it comes to, you know, avoiding foods, I mean, there's not so many that are, are, are there's not so many foods out there that are so terrible that we can never have them. But you, you want to be careful about certain things. You want to be careful that you're, you're not having too much alcohol if you drink. You yeah. want to be careful that you're not having too many processed meats like your salami, your sausages, your hot dogs. There's yeah. a lot of stuff in there that's not particularly good for us. You want to be careful about the refined carbohydrates, like the stuff that's made from the white flour, you know, white bread and certain types of baked goods. Not like you can't have that stuff, but you want to be careful about it, right? On the other end, you know, some of the foods that we just discussed, the legumes, they always come up. They're so important, right? They are very potent in terms of being anti-inflammatory. And some of the actual stuff that's underrated in terms of having a, some sort of anti-inflammatory capability, herbs and spices, turmeric, cumin, things like that, you know, don't underestimate how potent those can be. And then stuff like even green tea, you know, green tea has a lot of really healthy healing properties as well. So some it's, it's not just about the food, it's looking beyond the food. Um, and, you know, even stuff like olive oil, right, which is a, a big part of the Mediterranean diet, that's often considered anti-inflammatory as well. So you got a lot of options at your disposal. Well, I love that answer, because I can tell you just from my own background, my own personal experience, my dad has and has had gout, right. and a form of arthritis and inflammation in some degree. And I don't ever want to experience what I saw him go through in terms of that. Right. And I can tell you personally, some of the things you mentioned in terms of uh, the foods and red meat and all that stuff, that if you can avoid that stuff or reduce, maybe not avoid, but reduce that stuff. Right. I've seen him be able to barely be able to walk. And that's how bad his gout was. So it really touches in terms of the foods you're talking about. Yep. Yep. Gout is, uh, is, is a common condition in, in older men. And a lot of it has to do with eating too much meat and not enough plant foods. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Simple as that. Awesome. Awesome. So Andy, I mean, I think this is a great topic because of the fact that a lot of people, as you said, one in five have some sort of inflammation or arthritis, um, outside of, Outside of diet, obviously, we know that move well, moving is good for just in general, like exercise is really good for most things. Are there any other things you can think of? I mean, diet wise or just in lifestyle wise that you could think of, of of things that people can do to maybe reduce inflammation? Well, I mean, yeah, like the reality is sometimes, you know, depending on the on the condition and things like that, you know, obviously, you know, you're, you're gonna you could need medical support. There may be medications required, yeah. things like that. You know what I mean? Certain times, you know, if you're not getting enough omega-3s, you might take an omega-3 supplement. So some supplementation yeah. may play a role. And, you know, I think generally just stress management techniques as well. You know what I mean? Because a high level of stress can also contribute to inflammation in the body. Now, I'm not saying that meditation is the cure for arthritis, okay? However, you know, a medit so, you know, getting a meditation app, trying that out, you know, trying some yoga, relaxation practices are also, also useful. I don't think they're directly related to, to necessarily fixing arthritis, but they add on to your quality of life. They improve your health. And as part of eating in a more balanced way, it can definitely kind of help you reduce and manage your pain, increase blood flow and things like that. Because if you are dealing with arthritis, you know, your exercise options might be limited, right? You're, you, I mean, you know that as well as anyone. Yeah, true. So you have to adapt. 
right? And so I think yoga is a great place to, you know, to not only get that movement, but to also get that calmness and, and that breathing and stuff like that. So there are definitely options beyond just the food. Love your answers. Thank you so much. Is there any, uh, can you tell us about any information about yourself that you'd love to share with the audience there, Andy? Yeah, well, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, again, I'm a Toronto dietitian. I do, a, I'm doing a lot of, you know, online consultation. So if, if you are someone who's listening to this conversation and you, you feel there's room for improvement in your diet, I can help. You know, I've got a blog, so you can, my website's andytherd.com. So if you enjoy reading nutrition content, check that out. I've written a few books as well. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And I guess one other thing I will say regarding arthritis specifically, I just remember this now, um, there may be a bit of a connection between a high salt diet and mm -hmm. arthritis. So if you're someone who uses a lot of salt, buys a lot of prepackaged goods, a lot of frozen meals, that yeah. could be something to look into as well. Thank you so much, Andy. I'm going to make sure we put all of this information in the description. Much okay. love again. We'll have you back for another great topic. Thank you so much, Andy.